Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. The National Basketball Association. The hosts would refer to it as the best league in sports. Bringing you the latest NBA news, updates, and opinions. It's time for Double Tech with Darrell H.P. Young and Christian Weaver. Welcome to Double Tech. I am Darrell H.B. Young. I am Christian Weaver. And we thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of Double Tech. Media days are in full swing for the NBA, which means NBA season is right around the corner. I'm excited. Are you excited, Christian? I am excited. I can't wait. I can't believe it's so close, man. It's like... Was it exactly what three weeks from today? I, think, I thought it was three weeks from yesterday. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think it was. Oh my gosh. That... Yeah, I'm so excited because you know now everybody's at training camp. Oh yeah. Um, Monday was media day, so we got all kinds of news there. Oh yeah, what, we got it was a it was a not an extremely eventful media day because there was no there was no like drama. Yeah, you but, know, but hey, it's okay. Except got... for the Suns, a little bit, but a little bit, a little bit. But like last year, you know, you had the Ben Simmons stuff. Yeah. You had the uh, KD and Kyrie stuff going on still, yeah. and James Harden still. See, I think the fact that we had so much drama over the summer, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, how is everything going to work now? Because, yeah, I think you're right. Everything kind of calmed down. Everybody was pretty professional, kind of staying low-key, just trying to take care of business. But, yeah, I think it's still a lot of storylines still out there that have yet to play out. And one of the big ones, I'm glad you said something about that, with KD and Kyrie and the Brooklyn Nets just as a whole, I guess that's the best way to really start it off. Uh, a lot of things happen, you know, just as far as the summer for Brooklyn. And with all that said and done, nothing changed. Is, is that safe to say? Like a lot of things happen yeah, and nothing changed. So, you know, you had the big request from KD and the, the, the of course, the season long drama with Kyrie. And it just pretty much, um, I'd say came to an end, but here we are. KD still on the Brooklyn Nets. I did not see that coming. I got to be honest with you. I did not I, think he was going to be playing for Brooklyn. I didn't either. I thought when he requested a trade, it was for sure going to happen. Yeah. But here we are. Here we are. And and they asked KD about that during media days. And this is what he had to say about it. Maybe. If I can pull it up. There it goes. Um, well, there was a lot of uncertainty around our team last year. Um I committed to this organization for four years last summer with the idea that we was going to play with that group that we kind of went on that little run with the second round with, you know. I felt like another year of that, us being healthy, um, you know, we were looking, we are building something towards the future, you know. So then as the season went on, I had, you know, you seen what happened with our season, guys in and out the lineup, injuries. Just a lot of uncertainty, which built some doubt in my mind about the next four years of my career. I mean, I'm getting older, and I want to be in a place that's stable and um, trying to build a championship culture. So I had some doubts about that. And um, I voiced them to Joe, and we moved forward from there. But you know, in my mind, I, I did like what we did, you know, what Sean put together this summer with the team. and. I knew that um, with all the adversity that we hit and a lot of 
failures that we hit as a team last year. Um, you know, guys are going to be working to get better and be better and not have to make that, try to not make that a trend. So, you know, in the back of my mind, I was still there. And I had conversations with Steve and Joe, Claire, and Sean. And, you know, we came to a mutual agreement that we should keep moving forward. Okay, so you completely understand what KD said right there. Not really. <laughs> seemed like a lot of nothing. It seemed like a whole lot of nothing with, you know, I guess the big question is, hey, you're back. Is everything good? Is everybody going to be professional? I guess for the most part he said yes, but he didn't really say, you know, because I feel like with everything that went down, sure, everyone's going to try to be professional, but I just feel like that's it's a lot going on that I just refuse to believe is everything's ironed out right yeah. now. He said he's not disappointed that the Nets didn't trade him, but I kind of don't believe him. He don't even sound excited. <laughs> yeah, he don't sound excited about it. Yeah. Now, he did say he liked the moves they made, which they did add T.J. Warren in free agency, and they traded for Royce O'Neal. Last time we saw T.J. Warren play, it was Bubble T.J. Warren, who was one of the best players of all time. Oh, that's right. That was uh, That was that Warren. long ago We haven't since oh we've seen him play. Oh, my gosh. Um, and Royce O'Neal is a good 3 and D guy. Uh I like what they've done, and they get Ben Simmons back at five. So, I mean, like on paper, the Nets have a really, really good roster. Mm-hmm. It just depends, you know, how it plays out, how their chemistry works out. Because, you know, on paper, Kyrie and Harden and Durant should have worked out, but, you know. They should have won a championship. Because of COVID and everything like that and Kyrie's unwillingness to get vaccinated, which is another story. Oh, um, it, it didn't work out. No, so. it didn't. And I'm, and you know, speaking of Kyrie, we'll hear what he had to say about the KD thing. Which, speaking of someone saying a whole lot of nothing here, this is what Kyrie had to say about the KD situation. For him, I just felt like the awkwardness. I say, you know, we I speak on when he asked for it. It just, it's just one of those shocking things. You know, you have it as a best friend, and you're watching your best friend go through now the other side of the media storm that comes with this trade request, and being in the middle of, uh, you know, it's kind of like a cluster. You know what I mean? Just like yeah, all of this. Okay, so basically the question was, you know, how are you feeling, you know, after the, the KD trade request? And it kind of seemed like he didn't really answer it. He just said it was a cluster. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it's everyone seems to be dancing around direct answers. Yeah, they're just not giving answers. Yes, and I, I don't know how I feel about that because now it's like, yeah, you got Kyrie, you still got KD. What, what, what do you do now? And I'm sure, you know, we get on the court, these guys playing fantastic, we'll forget about all this. Yeah. But right now, there's no time to forget. We're talking about it. So, 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 how do you feel about just the the Kyrie and KD being back together? You think Brooklyn, like I said, they made some moves, looking pretty good on paper. But how do we feel about them just as a team this year? Is it kind of wait and see? Yeah, it's wait and see. I, I mean, I can't, I can't predict that they'll be, you know, title contenders just because they should have been title contenders for years. Yeah, they're just not. That's true. That that's true. So it, it's so hard to to predict a team like this because we were so high on them, and it was you know no game has been played yet. This is how they're looking. There's no way they can't be extremely good, and yeah. basically the the title goes through them. That's how we felt pretty much leading into it, and now we're just kind of like, eh, we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens because it's it's really hard to say, but. Still going to be a pretty good team. If you had to guess, Brooklyn top what in the East? Mm. On the spot, Chris. Five. Ooh, five? Maybe six. <sighs> oh, my gosh. You knocked them down one more? I'm not mad at that, though. We just don't know. I like, don't know. We just, we just don't know because 
they're they're so good and they should do well, but we just don't know. I've always been team team Ben Simmons, at least for a while. Oh, I, I believe in Ben Simmons. Yeah, uh, I think he's a good player. I think that you know a lot of the people would say he sucks, and he just doesn't. He's a good player. Yeah, he does. Um, I dislike him, but he doesn't suck. And I think that he's going to be big for them if he's healthy. That if he's finally healthy and you know willing to play, that he'll be big for them. And uh, him playing five is something that I've always liked. And today he said, "I love playing the five. I don't mind it." So Ooh, okay, I think Ben Simmons small ball five would be pretty nasty. I could see them doing that, you know, because man, probably not starting, but no, in no, no. spurts. Yeah, I mean that that's that's one of those lineups that definitely can you know throw the other team for a loop because I mean, what do you do with that? That's that, that's having a a person at the five that can move that ball something serious. So that's that's going to be interesting. So yeah, Brooklyn. I don't know. I, I just don't know between the whole KD Kyrie situation. It seems like the season is getting ready to start. They're on the same team, but nothing really is resolved other than, you know, the the facts of it. Yes, he's still there, blah, 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 but it just still feels so uncomfortable. And I, like I said, I, I want to see him get on the court. I want to see how everybody looks. And if we can get a good season out of both of them, man, the sky's the limit for Brooklyn. It's freaking Brooklyn. It's insane how good they could be or can be. But will they be? That's the that's the real question. Did you see what uh, Markeith said about the Kevin Durant thing because he's on the Nets now. No, Mark no. What, oh, what did he say? Uh, he said, I broke up with my wife a couple of times. We're still married. <laughs> it works. So, hey, that's a, go. that's a good way to look at it, to be honest. that That's a, a really good way to look at it. Oh, shoot. Hey, speaking of teams, you know, that kind of up in the air what they're going to do. Another big team out of the West, the Lakers. The Los Angeles Lakers. Yes. I, uh, you know, Christian, you've been texting me saying a whole lot of things about Anthony Davis saying hey, this he's back. Is, he's back. That's what you've told me. I don't believe it. But we'll we'll find out as we get there. Someone that is back, speaking of players that we weren't sure if they were going to be back on their team, Russell Westbrook. He's still he is. in purple and gold. And also the addition of Patrick Beverly. So that made for very interesting conversations. But with Russ coming back and Pat on the team, seemed like everybody's buying in and it's still a one, another one of those situations where I just don't know yet. I, I, You know I want Russell Westbrook to have a great year. And the fact that him and Patrick Beverly are like this now, I feel like, you know. Besties. Besties. But speaking of, this is what Patrick Beverly had to say about Russell Westbrook. Uh, he's, I, I'm, since I've been here, I mean, he's he's been in my, you know, had a press conference. He was there. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't know outside, you know, me and Russ, we have the same, you know, trainer or whatever. So, uh you know, he's in at 6, I get in at 6.30. So, you know, we, we're very familiar with each other. But, you know, yeah, I mean, you can't really take everything you do in the game and put in real life. But since I've been here, he's been, you know, if I was to have a, right now, I don't know, I've been here, I don't know, two, three weeks. But if I was to have a best friend on the team right now, for sure it'd be him. We spend the most time together. We've uh, been locked in, lift weights together and all that stuff. So I'm super excited. You would have told me last year that Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly would be best of friends. I would have laughed in your face. Yeah. <laughs> For the longest time, they've been enemies. Oh, my gosh. For, like, the longest, Which, without question. Yeah, Pat Bev told a story at some point. It's kind of too long for us to use. but uh, <laughs> You good. We got to show it. Yeah, he told a story that uh, back when I think he was playing for the Clippers or something and Russ had went to Houston. Yeah. When they were playing back in Houston, Russ had bought Patrick Beverly's sister Front row seats or something like that, nice. just to be nice. That's great. So, uh, 
you know, maybe the the hatchet has been buried for a little bit. Now. I think so. I, I I hope so. But you know, and also in that, I kind of chopped it up so you couldn't hear all of it. But Patrick Bailey, he was initially talking about you know the media does blast a lot of things, but at the same time, they gave him plenty of ammo because they were always clashing. So say what you want to say, but with Russell Westbrook, I want him to do so well this year. I I feel like. Is it bad to say I feel like people are expecting him not to do well? Like you hear some people saying, uh, well, you know, he can't play as bad as he did. But on the other side of things, I hear people saying, oh, well, no, just go ahead and move him. He's terrible. It's like, dude, just just let him play. And I feel like if you're if you're a Laker fan, of course, you want to see him play well. But I see a lot of Laker fans that they feel about him. (laughs) I feel about AD. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. I know I'm in the minority to feel about AD how I do, but a lot of people feel that way about Russ, and I just I want to give him one more shot. I do. Well, your uh, your head coach isn't committed to him starting either. So see, and I don't, I don't, I want him to start. I want Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook starting my backcourt. That's how I would like it. So how do you want your lineup? <sighs> Those two, AD, LeBron, and then your centers, Damian Jones. I don't know. I don't know, but I because I, I know it's been talks of Austin Reeves. They saying he's going to be. Oh, that's you know, a good point. Yeah, but I just then you start AD at center, and it's not going to happen, probably. See, so I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure. But uh, what what's this uh, reporter's name? I know the voice. I can't remember his name, but we were talking about the ridiculous question that he asked uh, Russell Westbrook, just as far as uh, him playing with the Lakers. This is uh, the question I'm referring to. Russ, you said you've. Bought it, you're buying into the Lakers. Do you think the Lakers are buying into you? Do you think the Lakers want you here? I mean, um, whether that they want me here or not, it doesn't really matter. Um, honestly, my job is to be a professional, show up to work like I've always done uh, thus far, do my job the best way I know how to, and that's it. I mean, we all have jobs that sometimes people at our jobs don't like us or don't want us there, as you guys probably can attest to in any other job across the world. Um, and as a professional and as a uh, working uh, man, I have to do my job and do it the best way I know how um, to be able to support and take care of my family, and that's what I would do. I'm rooting for Russell Westbrook so hard this season. It's not even funny. He, I'm probably in his corner the most out of anybody this season, any player. I'm rooting for Russell Westbrook, without question. I'm rooting for him as well. We'll do the uh, season preview here in a few weeks, right before the the season kicks off, of course. But oh yeah, right now. How are you feeling about your Lakers? Where would you put them in the West? Oh, my gosh. Right now, being realistic, I would probably put them at like five or six. I think that's fair. I was yeah. thinking around six. I'm thinking five or six. As much Last as year I, was like a nightmare. I mean, it was just horrible. Dude, and, and I feel like obviously we can be better than we were last year easily. But you should be. I don't want to, you know – overshoot my shot just yet last year i was hyped you know me i was saying hey lakers championship number one it was nothing and i felt like i had the not even putting them in the same brooklyn category but i still felt like hey there's no way we're not going to be top two yeah i I think most people felt that way oh man um nightmare (laughs) yeah it was really bad I, i don't think they're top four probably west is pretty pretty yeah Chris is west is pretty hard up top yeah Mm. But yeah, I, I can roll with five or six. That's yeah. that's good with me. Did you see uh, LeBron made his Lakers all time top top starting five? No. All right. So yeah, give him to me. Give him to me. He had Magic Johnson at the one, yep. Jerry West at the two, Kobe, Kobe Bryant at the three, three. Okay. himself at the four, and Shaquille O'Neal at the five. Ooh, 
dude, no. Uh, now, of course, Kareem's left off of there. Yeah. No, uh, well, I, I was going to say no big game, James, but, yeah. Dang. LeBron's better James yeah, Worthy. But, but James Worthy is more associated with the Lakers. And so. you, yes, and you're not really supposed to put yourself on You're that. not. Because everybody's saying, you, you can't even lead off with not including myself and then give the five. So then yeah, you give you yourself should, a bye, yeah. you know? So, no, that's an L for LeBron. I'm sorry. <laughs> he gets a hard L for that. We get back. We still got more media day things to hit on. We're going to talk about uh, Greg Popovich. Maybe my favorite coach, like Phil Jackson and Pop, even though I've had many battles with Pop, but Greg Popovich is fantastic. Talk about your boy Zion, how he's looking. Good. He's, he's look, he looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. He's, he's ready for the uh, season. He was cheesing like that whole interview. Mm-hmm. He's a happy kid. I like to see him happy. And then uh, a few other things going on in media day. Right back on Double Tech. This mini mic from my hands. What's up, Clipper Nation? We here day one, you know, media day. Let's get this over with and fly to Vegas. <laughs> Welcome back to Double Tech HB, Mr. Weaver, Kawhi Leonard of the other team in LA. But boy, they're gonna be good. The hey, Los Angeles Lakers. Don't don't put a hard emphasis on the just Clippers. Just don't 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 say the. They they don't they don't deserve the the. Even though boy, they're gonna be good this year. Which yes. which thing? Top two, three or two? Top three. Top three? Yeah. Yeah. Man, they're going to be good. They're going to be real good. I, I hate to admit it. Oh, man, they're going to be good. You know, as long as Paul George and Kawhi are playing, I mean, it's, they're going to be very good. It's so crazy how much depends on health with those guys because – I mean, that's always a thing. You always want your, your team to stay healthy, but I mean, my goodness. Can you imagine if either one of those guys had been healthy like the past three seasons? What could have been different and how far they could have gone? Yeah, I mean, they could have won a championship Possibly. by now. I mean, they were supposed to when they got formed. Yeah, they were, but uh, it didn't work out that way for them. Thank y'all that, so much. for go ahead, go ahead. They've played in just 80 games together since joining the Clippers in 2019. That's it? That's it. Oh, my gosh. I would have thought it was at least 180. Wow. You know what's kind of funny, which we'll get to Zion in just a minute, but how many players are, you know, coming back this year? You got Kawhi and Paul George who missed, you know, Paul George missed like 50-something games last year. Kawhi didn't play at all. Jamal Murray's coming back. Jamal Murray, that's right. Uh, Zion's coming back, didn't play at all last year. Damian Lillard played, what, like eight games, ten games? He played like 15. Okay. <laughs> he played 12. So <laughs> probably, yeah. Um he's coming back. Man. You got a uh, who's another one that's coming back? I don't know. Anyway, there's a lot of people coming back, you know, and we'll see him for the first time in a long time. Oh yeah. No, I'm I'm excited, dude. It's it's always better when everyone's playing. That's just simple facts. You you never want anybody to be missing the season because even if it's not your team or your favorite players to watch, just having everybody healthy, getting the best out of every team is it's always fun to see. Even the Clippers, I mean, you got John Wall coming back, and we ain't seen him play in like two years. Oh, boy. John, and always been exciting. We, we always talk about the uh, the pickup games that people play, but uh, John Wall's was uh, very interesting because, you know, he's yelling, I'm back, I'm back. He looks good, too. He does it's look just, good. You know, it's, it's different when you're facing NBA caliber talent and you're actually going game speed and not pickup game speed because there is a difference. 
But just to see him out there on the court, John Wall in his prime, jeez, dude was a lightning bolt. Like, oh yeah, from one end to the one other. of the fastest players ever. Oh my gosh! So yes, and I mean, people forget how good he was because yes. he was. I mean, he was an All NBA player. He was. He was averaging like twenty one and ten in his prime. So Man. I mean, I'm rooting for him, and he's not going to have to be Wizards John Wall for the Clippers. Yeah, he just needs to. You know, I think he has lost a step athletically due to injury and stuff like that. Yeah, but. He just needs to, you know, facilitate the ball, hit some open threes when you get them. I mean, that's all he needs to do. Okay, I'm not trying to pull it back around to the Lakers, even though I do that often because it's my team. But is it safe to say, I could be reaching here, you let me know if I'm reaching, that John Wall this year is in a similar position that Russell Westbrook was in last year. He's going to the three slot now. Yeah, sort of. You're behind sort of, two yeah. players that, you know, are key caliber star players you have to be the third option. Yeah, John Wall's never had to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so yeah, he is. So I'm interested to see how— I think how he may he... be a little better suited, although he's never been a good three-point shooter either. Yeah, but I I, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see. Now, now that, now that we kind of lay it out there like that, I really want to see how John Wall does because if he does well, I feel like people will bring up that comparison and be like, hey— yeah. John Wall's doing this mm-hmm. with the Clippers. Why can't Russ do this with the Lakers? So I'm I'm interested to see how John Wall. I'm rooting for him. Man, I can't believe I'm rooting for somebody to plays for the Clippers. But I would love to see John Wall do really well this year. So shout out to no, I'm not saying shout out to the Clippers, but shout out to John Wall and the team that he plays for. Uh, Another player that you know is making his comeback, and we've barely seen play since he entered the league really is Zion. Oh man, Zion. Hey, speaking of Zion, with a big smile on his face, this is what he said. I've never dealt with a layover like this. Uh, that's a long time without playing a game. But my excitement level is through the roof. I'm just ready to get back on the court. What was he ranked uh, on the ranking list? 40. Like 40? Okay. And we were like, okay, that's fair because But I think it'll be higher. Oh, when he facts, plays without course. question so he could he could easily be top 15 right now if he would have played who knows he's the limit he could have yeah been i think he may assert himself as like a top 12 player this I think year so too because oh. I, mean, I don't think there's any reason he can't enter into that you know like trey young territory oh yeah and that's where he is yeah. so so yeah no with i think you hit the nail on the head zion being back new orleans as a whole you got cj mccullum brandon ingram Herb Jones is really good. Oh, my God. Which I remember when Herb Jones won SEC Player of the Year over Moses Moody. I was like, how? Like, this guy's not. It's <laughs> like, Moses Moody's going to be a lottery pick, and this guy's, he's not that, you know, he's not that guy. Yeah, and then? So far, Herb Jones is better than Moses Moody. Yeah, he is. He just is. I'm sorry. And, but but you know what? That's not saying anything about Moses Moody. No, it's Moses just, hasn't really got his opportunity yet. Exactly. Maybe if he played for the Pelicans, he'd be as good as Herb is. But Herb is, like, one of the best perimeter defenders in the league oh that's nice that's that's how you set yourself and he's hitting threes right which he didn't in college which is a bonus okay so we're looking at new orleans health everyone's good how you feel about them like where you see them at top i think they're top four in the west <laughs> i think you're right too I, and it's, if they're healthy i don't see no uh, any reason why they wouldn't be top. yeah four. this is so different from last year the feeling around New Orleans last year because everybody was doom and gloom around New Orleans. Didn't they start out like one and ten? It was pretty bad. And we're like, this, they suck. Yeah. And Zion's on his way out. He's like, he's not going to be in New Orleans for the long term. And now Zion looks happy and they yeah. made the playoffs and they got CJ and BI and Jonas Valanciunas is at center. Oh my gosh. I mean, dude. Oh, that's a good team. Dude, that's dude. a really good team. And Jackson Hayes, I like him too. See, the thing about a team like this, like, 
I feel like expectations are high because you you hit it. You said there was it wasn't too long ago where we were like, oh my gosh, New Orleans, that's it's it's rough out there. Yeah. But now expectations are high just off the simple fact that you got Zion coming back and a team around him that do these guys. They could definitely make some noise, man. I I don't really want to play them to be honest because it's going to be a no, they're going to be good. It's going to be a tough um, matchup. Last night, Zion Williamson dominated their team scrimmage per Willie Green, their head coach. So, oh, yeah. He's I, back. And, and how old is Zion again? 12? It's like, psh, how old is Ja? 20. Is Ja 22? I think he's 22. Then Zion would be 21. He's a year younger, oh, I believe. Oh, gosh. Young whippersnappers, dude. Hey, you, you know you're old, Christian. I'm just letting you know that because, yeah. you know, you got NBA players and stuff that are, like, much younger than you now. And also, I'm rooting for Zion because he, he looks up to Naruto. Oh come on now! We all about anime around here, so no, no, no doubt. Did do, did he have a? Yeah, you sent me he a wore picture like the Hokage. Yes, <laughs> cape and everything. Hey, I'm not mad at him. He, hey, hey, enjoy your passions. That's what you're supposed to do. I, I tell the kids all the time: in, enjoy what you like and don't worry about anybody else. That's when you're really gonna enjoy life, right there. But no, shout out to Zion, man. I I love it. I'm I'm excited to see him play a full season. I just want to get him a full season so we can see what he can do because we still haven't had a chance. He's been in the league since 2019. 19. Year after Luca and DeAndre Ayton and them. Yeah. So we haven't had a year to just see him make that, you know, that full season I mean, push, end of the season, big games. Like, I want to see that from Zion to see how he reacts. It was the COVID year, the year that he actually played, and then you got into the bubble and stuff like that. But, um, or was it? Yeah, it was, mm-hmm. I think. Um. Yeah. So, the year that he played, he shot sixty-one percent from the field and averaged twenty-seven points. Insane. I mean, he was good. He was real good. So he was real good. So yeah, I, I want him to get those the same opportunities that Ja got because Ja actually, I mean, he got his chance, you know, to fight and claw and scratch <laughs> and go ahead. You laughing? You laughing at Ja? You know what's what's funny is like when Zion actually started the first year, it was like, oh, Ja's. Jaw was a better pick over Zion. Yeah. Because Jaw was actually playing. Mm-hmm. And then the second year is like Zion is clearly better than Jaw. No, and now close. this next year, it was Jaw is so much better than Zion because Zion's not playing. Now Zion's going to come back and be like, mm, Zion's better than him. I can't wait because I think <laughs> you're exactly right because that's exactly what's going to happen. Because, I mean, first off, those matchups are going to be great, Zion versus Jaw. I think that's going to be just wonderful games. But. Played yeah. on AAU team together. Oh, dude, that's going to be awesome. So, yeah, I think that that power is going to go whoop, one more time just because Zion played the whole season. I, I think that'll be great. So, yeah, top four for New Orleans. That sounds I think so. Good. On yeah. the other end of the spectrum, we got the San Antonio Spurs, who may be <laughs> bottom four in the league. Most likely are. They're a bad team. They're, they are a bad team. And, you know, it, it's funny because, like I said, Greg Popovich, one of the greatest coaches, if not the greatest coach, of NBA basketball. I mean, Phil Jackson always at the top. He's certainly in the argument. Without question. He's top two, and he's not two in my book. Hey, hey, that's what I like to hear right there. Well, this is what he had to say during media days, and only Pop could say this. I probably shouldn't say this, but I'll say it anyway. What the hell? Nobody here should go to Vegas with the thought of betting on us to win the championship. And I know somebody will say, gosh, what a Debbie Downer. There's a chance. What if they work really hard? It's probably not going to happen. But that's not the point. And very honestly, I could care less. Uh, You all know what I care about. So I won't bore you to death. 
but the point is to develop this group and give them the best possible opportunity to have long NBA careers and enjoy the hell out of it. And whoever comes after me will have an opportunity to take them to the next level. So at this point, the job is really to start them out the right way, just like a new baby, and giving that baby all the nutrients it needs to develop properly in the best environment. So that's, that's our goal. Everything else will take care of itself. Whatever success we might have will come from that. So Greg Popovich doing what Greg Popovich does. Um, last season for Pop if he breaks the record? Probably, yeah. Yeah. I like that take. I mean, obviously everyone knows, and if you place a bet for them to win the <laughs> NBA title, you're an idiot. But everyone knows that they're not going to be good. Yeah. But it's not one of those teams where it's like, oh, this team's not any good, and they don't, they're like, there's no bright future or anything. It's just like, this team's not good, and yep. they don't have any good players. They have some good players. Kelton Johnson's a really good player. Devin Vassell could take a huge leap this year. I like him. They got like four rookies, Blake Wesley, uh, Jeremy Sohan, and uh, Malachi Branham, and then Dominic Barwell, I believe, also is. Uh, and then they have, uh, you know, some other guys like Joshua Primo, who was the youngest player drafted last year. Oh, yeah. So they got a lot of high upside guys. They don't have anybody that's like, oh, surefire star or anything, but they got pieces. Well, see, and that's good. That's the perfect way for Pop to kind of present it, saying, hey, this is what I'm here for. This is what we're trying to do. We got some young talent. We just want to to help them be better in their career. And for him to kind of set the scene for post-Pop, I think it's, it's great. So yeah. I really feel like he gets that record this year. This time next year, he won't be talking. Yeah, the goal for them is to get the number one overall pick <laughs> and land Victor Wimbanyama, and then you have your star. Dude, hey, they, they can make it happen, and I think they know that. There's no way they don't know that. So they just want to not even say coast through the season, but learn, develop, you know, improve, but at the same time get yourself in a good position to get that pick. Go, You got something you was, uh No, I, I was feeling the paper I printed off because for some reason it's raised again. Oh, my. It feels so nice. What printer you been using? I don't know. It's the printer in my office, but for some reason the words are raised. It feels nice. I don't see, even, see yeah. I, I don't have a printer in my office. I got to run down the hall to get my paper. See, I'm like, can I have your printer? You can move to the jock's office. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, y'all got y'all got a printer and everything. I don't want to get up. I, I don't want to. Well, now, okay. Now, see, speaking of stuff you have printed out, when we get back, you have a list of players. What, what's the list again? Is it the? Uh, player from each team that is most likely to uh or needs to improve the most or something like something that something like that or prove themselves or, yeah it's yeah. the player from each team that has the most to prove this season okay, I that's like what that. it is you want to run through those uh yes. the next segment that sounds good to me so we'll run through all 30 see how we feel about it i'm excited to see i know a couple of them that yeah without a question they should be on there. i mean there's a few that like you can guess Anthony Davis is one, I would assume. (laughs) I haven't even looked at the article yet because I kind of want to be caught by surprise, but I assume it's Anthony Davis. I didn't look at many, but I looked at that one because I wanted to make sure they had it right so I wouldn't be upset if I saw. But, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get to it when we get back right here on Double Tech. Taking my baby to school, then I pray for it. Cause you 
they never been cool writing testament painting pictures put me in the louvre that's a definite universal shift i'm in the groove a celebrity do not mean integrity you fool i'm a good man shake your hand firm grip rule 72 welcome back to double tech hb mr weaver kendrick lamar so you got that back in rotation and it's kind of fading away man is it a top where, where's it at for you in 2022 it's probably still top five, five. There we go. yeah i put it in my top five it's not, not in my top three it's not my top three though but it's an amazing album it's just for me personally, there's other albums that I would rather listen to top to bottom. Yeah, I don't think there's as much there's as much re-listenable value as there had, was in Damn or really any of his any, previous albums. Nah, I'm saying I can I can hand pick a handful uh, that I still have in heavy rotation, like on my own personal playlist. But yeah, as far as the album, yeah, I can think of a handful of albums that I'd rather listen to from intro to outro. But still a good album, still a good album. We'll we'll revisit our top five albums at the end of the year whenever your spotify list comes okay. out and i do i gotta get my algorithm right my youngest is, is really messing up my my playlist because like she listens to lose control five six times every morning missy and uh sierra okay. fat man scoop on a loop so that's gonna be my most listened to song on my <laughs> spotify and i love that song but it's not really it messing shouldn't up my be. Yeah, it shouldn't no, be your top. it shouldn't and it's probably gonna be so i, I gotta Got to get rid of it in some kind of way. Well, welcome back to Double Tech. Um, so this is what we have now. Christian ran across something very interesting, and I'm interested to see how accurate they are. I feel like they're going to do a pretty good job, but I, I feel like there's a lot of players that we could probably add to the list. You want to start it off? Yes. One player on every team with something to prove, going in alphabetical order. So, of course, we start with the Atlanta Hawks. DeAndre Hunter is who they choose. Okay. Uh He's played in only 76 games the last two seasons, so I think that's pretty much why he's a free agent, a restricted free agent in 2023, so I guess that's why he has something to prove. Yeah, that makes sense. He's good when he plays. Yeah, that's why, but he just has to play. Um, for the Boston Celtics, it's Malcolm Brogdon. Again, he's good when he plays. He's hurt a lot, so that's why he has something to prove. Yeah. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets, it's pretty obvious. It's Ben Simmons because, I mean, well. But, man. He hasn't played in a long time. Well, he, we haven't seen him, of course, since the Hawks series. And uh, he's went through a lot of uh, scrutiny since then. Dude, so. is that accurate? Dude, wait, wait, wait. Seriously? Okay. It was over 450 days. Yeah. I mean, it was what? game seven against the Hawks. That was the last time we saw him. It was that long ago? Mm-hmm. Dang, that's crazy. But I guess that's right because I just, I'm so used to him now. I can't say used to him now in a Brooklyn jersey, but now it's like. It feels like the Philly days were a while ago. Guess they were. They were, yeah. <laughs> uh, for the Charlotte Hornets, I mean, this one's just meh. Uh, P.J. Washington, uh, contract year. There's not really anybody else you can say because Will Ball's good and Miles Bridges is done. Uh, hopefully done. He's finished. It's yeah. over. You yeah. see your boy Melo said, you know, he hopes they can get him back at some point this year. What? He's like, mm. Hey, I don't know about that one. Hey, check it. I understand the loyalty and it's all good. Rock with your brother, but um, may want to take a step may back. Stop a little bit when you beat your when you beat women. Yeah, he may want to take a step back from that one, son. Uh, for Chicago Bulls, it's Patrick Williams. Uh, Patrick Williams has been hyped for a long time. He was the fourth overall pick in 2020, and we haven't really seen it yet. Yeah. Um, he's probably you know other than Alex Crusoe, maybe their best defender. So, uh. 
he has something to prove. Yeah, I, I, I can deal with uh, that. Because Lonzo Ball is probably going to be out for the season again. Man, I saw that when he said sucks he can't him. run or jump, and that's you can't, that you can't do that. Dude, you know I hate it. I, I love Lonzo. I really do. And to see him out like that, that, that sucks. I really want him to recover because, yeah, those years fly by fast when you're not playing. Uh, for the Cleveland Cavs, it is Donovan Mitchell. Makes sense. He faced a lot of uh, scrutiny last year for good reason because of shot selection and, of course, a horrible defense. Hey, check this. Donovan and, Mitchell comes to Cleveland. What if they suck next year? That would be crazy. Dude, what I don't if, think I, they I don't will, think will no. yes. But what if he came in and just threw chemistry all off whack because they were so focused on him and him, you know, dominating the ball? How crazy would that be? I hope I not. I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't think it will be either, but I'm just saying. Like, can you imagine the— He doesn't seem like a chemistry killer. I mean— He doesn't. But at the same time, they're going to be expecting a lot out of him. But I'm hoping, yeah, like you said, Donovan Mitchell kind of seems like the guy who will kind of step back and get in where he fits in and add to the team. But I'm just saying, they would have a field day if Cleveland, like, dropped down, even slightly. They're not as good as they were last yeah. year. It's—but it's, uh, but they will they, they will. will they'll be better than they, they were will, last year. They will. Um— for the Dallas Mavericks, it's Christian Wood. <laughs> Your boy. Yeah, that's my guy. Uh, he's put up stats basically wherever he's went the last few years, but always ends up going somewhere else. Uh, Dallas is his seventh team since going undrafted in 2015. He seems like a great fit next to Luka Doncic, but Jason Kidd said he may not even be starting. He may be like the sixth man. What? Yeah. So they would start JaVale McGee, but JaVale McGee hasn't even played 20 minutes a game in like forever. Gee, so uh, if, if that's um, the case, then he's going to get – He's going to be in real fast. Yeah, he may start for like three minutes and then Christian Wood plays the rest. Yeah. Which I don't understand why you would do that. But, um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think Christian Wood will have a good year this year. I can get with that. Denver Nuggets, it's Michael Porter Jr. It's mostly because uh, he can't stay healthy. Man. I mean, that's pretty much why. He got hurt last year. He had big expectations. He was most people's pick for most improved player. Oh, yeah, it was supposed to be but his year. he looked bad and then he was hurt and he was out the rest of the year. Detroit Pistons, it's Marvin Bagley. He was the second overall pick in the 2018 draft behind DeAndre Hayton. Man, DeAndre Hayton and above Luka Doncic. So, <laughs> yeah, you got something to prove. You got a whole lot to prove. He did look pretty good for the Detroit Pistons, but he'll probably never live up to second overall billing. I mean, how can you? Golden State Warriors, you got James Wiseman, another number two overall pick, this time in 2020. Um, he's barely played since entering the league. I know. So we were just talking about him. Like, will he, you know, come back and be, you know, hopefully. I hope so. So, yeah, that's why. I mean, he's barely played and you're on a championship contender already. Houston Rockets, you got Kevin Porter Jr. I, I'm a fan of Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, his three point shooting took a jump last year. His effort on defense did. Um, although he does kind of overlap with Jalen Green. Yeah, so that's what I was just about to say. It's just the whole Rockets as a whole. Yeah, they just I feel like they, their team has something to prove. Can I say that? Yeah, <laughs> they, they all got a, something to prove. Yeah. Any of Pacers, you got Miles Turner. Uh, is this the year where Miles Turner finally gets traded after years and years <laughs> and years of uh, of rumors? I mean, you've been saying move him for a while. It's been rumored for a long time. <laughs> so. uh he has unrestricted free agency next summer, so you would think he gets moved. That's why he has something to prove, but you would think he gets moved at some point this year. Yeah. Um, LA Clippers, you got Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. I mean, he hadn't played in forever, so mm. there you go. Los Angeles Lakers, you got Anthony Davis. It's been well chronicled that Anthony Davis has struggled, uh, mostly with health. And uh, I, don't know if, I don't know if that'll change, but 
he definitely has something to prove. He said he wants to play the whole season, right? Ain't that what he said? Yeah. Dude, please tell me you saw the tweet where someone said oh, he's out four to six weeks. Yeah, chip somebody. On yeah, yeah that was hilarious. Very All funny. Right. Okay, I'm sorry. Anthony Davis. Okay, which one would you take? Ben Simmons five three pointers this year, or Anthony Davis sixty five plus games? Oh my gosh, that are more likely to which happen. Which one's more likely to happen? Oh boy, that's tough. I'm, dude, <laughs> I don't think he's going to, but I could see Ben Simmons shooting those threes before I see AD playing 65. 65? 65. If you would have said 55, I maybe. Yeah, I would have took Anthony Davis. Now. Maybe, but 60, that's a lot of games, man. That's that's a whole lot of games. What was it, 82 games per se? So that's only 17, 17 missed games. No, there's no way. He's going to miss 17 games in the first 30 games. That's how I feel. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's the only one to play 13 games. Um, yeah. Um, all right. For the Memphis Grizzlies, you got Jaron Jackson Jr. I once went on a uh, record saying he would be better than John Morant. I was wrong. Um, <laughs> He's still good, though. He, he is good. Makes very stupid, stupid fouls. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the three-point shooting has took a dip, and he wasn't that good last year at it. Um, So, yeah, that's why he has something to prove. Um. <laughs> Terrible. Miami playoff. Heat, you got Duncan Robinson. He's on a $90 million contract, and he was basically unplayable in the playoffs. There you go. That's Dude, how are you going to make that much money and just not be usable? That's insane. Mm-hmm. Let me give you a good shooting. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis, I, I don't know. I don't know. Why? What does he have left to prove? That, that's that's what I'm saying. This is a no way shape for Okay, because I'm like, it's, it's hard to say he's the one on the team. Because you could say Chris Middleton. That's who I would probably think. Yeah, I would think so, too, because he's coming back from injury. Exactly. But uh, this is simply running with Antetokounmpo's comments from Media Day. Do I believe I'm the best in the world? No. I think the best player in the world is the person that is the last one standing. So the person that wins the championship. So, so in that case, Steph Curry would be the best player in the world. I like that logic, though. Okay. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, you got D'Angelo Russell. He was he was dog water in the playoffs, <laughs> so there you go. That's why. Hot dog water. Uh, Zion Williamson, New Orleans Pelicans, like we said earlier, barely seen him play. New York Knicks, you got his former teammate at Duke, R.J. Barrett. Uh, he got a big contract this offseason, so yeah. that's why. He definitely needs Hey, you got to make that money. That's all. Oklahoma City Thunder, you got Lou Dort. Uh, he has signed a five-year, $87.5 million extension this offseason, so that's why. Yeah. Uh, his career shooting marks are basically 40% and 33% from three. M- more known for defense, but he's getting better at offense. Um, I guess that's guess that's fine. I was going to ask you I mean, about I that. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I was going to say. How do you feel about it? Who uh, would you say on your squad? Uh, I mean, maybe SGA. Think so? Yeah. Most approved? Most, uh, yeah, I can see that. But people, most people know. Some people know. Let me say that again. Some people know that SGA is the truth. But yeah. you just got to prove it to everybody now. Um, Most people, when Lou Dort signed 87 and a half, they were like, oh my gosh, what? Oh, who's this guy? Oh. But he's actually, it's actually not a bad deal Yeah. Um, for a premier defender in the wing. Um, Orlando Magic, you got Jonathan Isaac. Uh, I don't even, I mean, <laughs> why even talk about that? Jonathan, I mean, Jonathan Isaac has spent more time at right wing conspiracy theory than playing basketball in his life at this point. Right, well, all the more reason why he's got a lot to prove. Will he even play? That's the real question. Uh, he's not going to play early, mm. apparently. Yeah. Yeah, they need yeah. He's more interested in going to speak at the RNC than he is to actually play basketball. <laughs> but 
Uh, for Philadelphia 76, 76ers, you got James Harden. Yeah. Feel good about that one? I mean, he, he is the one that has the most to prove. He, he came to the 76ers last year, and he wasn't, you know, the Harden we wanted. Yeah. Um, He averaged, uh, like, 19 points over 12 postseason games and shot, like, 41%. So, yeah, he could stand to be better. But I, I think I'm going to bet on James Harden being being uh, more back to normal James Harden. He's never going to be Rockets James Harden again, but he's going to be really good. I mean, so how old is James Harden now? 32. 32. Man, I, I don't Maybe know. Maybe 33. I, I'm interested to see him, too. I, I feel like this he's going to set the tone as far as how he feels in his career, I feel like, early. Because, yeah. you know, everybody's kind of been saying, you know, is James Harden, that that Houston Rockets James Harden, the unstoppable James Harden, is he done? So <laughs> we'll see. So, yeah, that's a pretty good one. I like that one. Uh, Phoenix Suns, you got DeAndre Ayton. Uh, he got a max extension this offseason, although it wasn't in the way that he wanted because it came from the Indiana Pacers and then the Suns matched it and he wished that the Suns didn't match it pretty mm. much. Yeah, that's tough. No matter what he says. But <laughs> uh, I guess – you know, that's why. And, you know, he was the number one overall pick. So you got a lot to prove. Hasn't been an all star yet. Don't know if he will be this year. Most likely not. Yeah, probably not. Not. He's not going to be one. <laughs> but Portland Trailblazers, you got Damian Willard. Uh, he was hurt last year. He's coming back from injury. There you go. Sacramento Kings, De'Aaron Fox. Uh, can I put uh, Sacramento as that team that needs to prove itself again? Yeah, they do. <laughs> De'Aaron Fox was really good down the stretch last year. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the Kings seems like every year it's like they should be better than what they are. Yeah. San Antonio Spurs, I, they shouldn't really have anybody on here, but they say <laughs> Devin Vassell, like I said, this may be his breakout season. Toronto Raptors, you got OG Ananobi. Uh, he's played in just 81 games over the last two seasons, so I guess that's why he is good when he plays. Yeah. Play. Utah Jazz, you got Malik Beasley. Um, He averaged nearly 20 points per game with Minnesota in 2020-2021. And I was a big fan of him. He has my favorite jump shot in the league. It looks good. But uh, so far, last year it didn't pan out for him, and I don't know if it will in Utah, but we'll see. He said he wants to be an all-star. Oh, hey, well. Yeah, I doubt that's going to happen. Work on it. Work on it. Yeah. For the Washington Wizards, you got <clears throat> Rui Hachimura, who uh, the Washington Wizards will be facing the Golden State Warriors on Friday in Japan as part of the Japan games. Oh, uh, nice. Rui Hachimura is from Japan. Uh, it's basically injuries. He's a former lottery pick. He's played in just 147 games over three seasons. Mm. Uh, he shot 45% from three last year when he did play. So, you know, maybe he can prove himself. Hey, we'll find out. So you say you're going to be wide awake for those games, right? That's 5 a.m. on Friday. I could text you. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm not going to be awake. You sure? It's on NBA TV. Awake. It's right there for the watching. You sure? I can I'll, text you up. I'll probably be up around 630. Oh, see. You can catch a little bit of the game. Maybe. I'll just, I'll just hit you up make sure you catch the tip off. I got you. You going to have it on at the gym? Probably. I may pull it up on my phone and just kind of let it ride, but we'll we'll, we'll see. I do want to uh, kind of see it. That, that's always cool to me. So we'll, It is pretty cool. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, that's uh, I like that list. I mean, there was a few that we were kind of like, eh, <laughs> but for the most part, most of them made sense. But, yeah, it's it's going to be a fun season and we're only less than three weeks away from opening night so that's fantastic to even say out loud so i'm excited and when we get back i got a good one for you today christian i feel like i've done a lot of these questions sometimes i've given you in some shape form or fashion 
But some things change and some things get added. So we're going to do something very similar to something we probably did. Okay. Let's say last summer, maybe. I think it was last summer. Probably so. But we'll find out right here on Double Tech. Welcome back to Double Tech, HB, Mr. Weaver, Lloyd Banks, 50 Cent. I just love the song. Lloyd Banks was on, uh, I can't remember what show he was on, basically talking about how much of a genius 50 is when it comes to writing hooks and stuff like that. He really is. I think people he does have some good hooks. Do. 50 at one point was the hook machine. Even Fat Joe knows that. Like, he talked about them squashing the beef. Like, 50, hey, he was, he was unbeatable at one point in time with the hooks. Pull out that old Get Rich or Die Trying. Let me hyped up now. All right, let's. See. Oh, that's what I meant to ask you. Completely random, off topic, off subject, but we're gamers in this room, so I gotta ask you. Overwatch Two comes out next week. Are you hyped up? Yes. Okay. I'm but, ready for Overwatch Two. I, I forgot that it was next week already. Though. Yes. I think it's October fourth. Yeah. So yeah, the next Tuesday. Tuesday? Yeah, that's Tuesday. Yeah. Is it? Yep. Because it's my. Yeah, I'm dad, ready. Yep, it's my dad's birthday. So I saw it's free to play this time. Mm-hmm. So I may actually get in you on need some to. of this action. You yeah, need to. I, 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 I played an ungodly amount of Overwatch. See how you know I'm that way with like, Fortnite now. Insane. Thousands of hours. Not thousands. Dude. But I mean, I only picked it up like two years ago. Yeah. But I've played probably over 300 hours on it. Oh, dude. Hey, well, I'll put it to you like this. Uh, you know, I got I got my PS5 now. And, you know, you can see how many hours you've put in on each game. You had to guess... How many hours do you think I put in on Fortnite? Just off the top of your head, if you just this is Fortnite play, PlayStation Four Fortnite, obviously. All right, uh, six hundred. <laughs> it's more than that, dude. That's insane. Okay, that's insane. How much? Like seventeen hundred hours. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't realize it until like the wife, because she plays, you know, on the Switch. I play on the PlayStation, and she was like, "Dang, I got like almost a thousand hours on uh, Fortnite on the Switch." I was like, "Let me go check and see how many I got." Yeah, it's like seventeen hundred and something. And now, I mean, on PS5, it's a different counter, but still, it's... I didn't realize I'd been playing Fortnite that much, but I do play it a lot, I gotta admit. Man, I may have more, I may have more than I think on Overwatch. I think you do. Just, probably just, do. Just go back, just go look at your, your game list, and yeah, it'll tell you exactly how many hours you got. All right, enough of that. You ready for this, Christian? Are you ready? Yes, I am ready. You ain't ready for this. It's time for What Organization Is This Athlete Associated With? Okay, LeBron James... Is starting his 20th season. My gosh, he's been in the league for a long time. Where he's going to surpass Magic Johnson in assists, and he's going to surpass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in points. Dude, how? That That's insane. That 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 is ridiculous. Well, as LeBron starts his 20th season, there are five players. Pretty sure I've asked you this before, but it was a while ago. There are five players who have played more than 20 seasons not okay. 20 but more than 20 more than 20 can you tell me those five players vince carter vince carter is number one obviously with the most seasons ever played at 22 and there are four other guys who played 21 seasons 
Kevin Willis. Kevin Willis as well. Started in 84 and actually finished in 07 because he was with the Spurs and he had a layout and then he was back and it was a whole big thing. But yes, Kevin Willis, 20, 21 seasons. Three other guys with 21 seasons. Robert Parrish. Robert Parrish. He did. Started with Golden State in 76, wrapped it up with Chicago in 97. My gosh, it's a long time. Two more guys, 21 seasons. Oh, yes. Kevin Garnett. Kevin Stinking Garnett came to the league in 95, and then he went to Brooklyn, went to Boston, and then came back in 2016 with Minnesota. So that was nice that he got to finish with Minnesota. So, yes, Kevin Garnett, 21 seasons as well. And there's one more person who played in the league for 21 seasons. Can you tell me who it is? It's not Kobe, is it? Mm-mm, nah. Kobe, okay. Kobe's Kobe in that 20, 20 mark. Yep, he's at that 20 mark. Hmm. I don't I, I don't want to give you a clue because the clue is the the, the give me. When I, when I tell you the clue, it'll be like, okay, I know who that is. But yes, 21 seasons. Mm. I can't say it. I can't say it. I'm not sure. Well, when I tell you this, you'll know. Okay. This guy played 21 seasons. For the Kimbe Matumbo. Nope. Oh, no. Okay. For the same franchise. Tim Duncan? Mm-mm. Tim Duncan's in that 20 range. Yeah, as well. I thought he played 20. Yep. He's in that 20. Actually, Tim's in that 19. 19? Yep. Okay. He played every year for the same. Oh, Udonis has him. No, sir. Oh, no. He, uh, he hadn't even played that one. Mm-mm, nope. He's almost there, but he's. Uh, this is year 20 for him, right? I think so. I think he's. Yeah, yeah, it is uh, year 20 for him. He's actually on this list down here. Cause, yep. Because him and LeBron are starting uh, year 20. It's his last ride, he said. That's what he claims. We'll find out. It's going, they're going to make a documentary of it in years, and it's going to be called The Last Ride, not The Last Dance. <laughs> I don't want to watch that. Not even in the slightest. Oh. All right. Yeah, I'm not sure. He played every year for the same team? Every year for the same team. That seems like it should be easy. When you hear it, you're going to be like, oh, of course. But you got Robert Parrish and Kevin Willis, so now you're forgetting about the big one right there. 21 seasons, same squad. Western Conference, and he won a championship, and we said that may have been the biggest championship. Oh, Dirk. Dirk. Dirk, yeah. Dallas Mavericks, 1998 to 2019. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy because, to be honest, I forget he played that long. Yeah. Like, I, I know he was there the whole about time. Playing in the 90s. And see, that's the thing. Like, when it was him and Steve Nash playing yeah. for Dallas. Oh, my gosh. Crap, I'm old. But, yeah, if – just off the top of the head, I would almost say Tim played more than Dirk. But, I mean, they're a year too. difference. Yeah. But it's like, it's crazy to think that Dirk actually did get one year over him. So, yes, that's uh, that's how we're looking. So, yeah, LeBron plays a couple more years. This this was going to happen. I think he's going to. This dude. He gonna, he's still going to be good playing in year 23 or whatever. Dude, if this dude played 23 years, gets Kareem's record, plays. Dude, I'm, I'm over it, man. I can't deal with him no more. That's That's insane. That's ridiculous. I, I just can't. Alley oops and flagrant fouls. Okay, quick alley oop. I actually I lost it. You know what my alley oop is going to, and it's funny because it actually hasn't come out yet. But just even the trailers get me hyped up. The redeem team. team. Oh my god. Yeah, it looks good. See, the thing about it is, the redeem team holds a special place in my heart because I remember it like it was yesterday. Like my brother had actually come in town, and it was when I was in my small apartment in Little Rock. And it was so exciting because it was like four o'clock in the morning. But uh, yeah, it was just to see that team. Got my boy Kobe and LeBron and D-Wade and just that team trying to come back and win 
after that terrible performance in 04. It's great. But the trailers look fantastic. I'm so excited for that. So, yes, the Redeem. Yeah, that'll be fun. The Redeem Team documentary is on my alley-oop. It hasn't come out yet. It comes out next Friday, I think. Is it next Friday? I think so. Yeah, I'm ready for that. Yeah, that'll so, be fun. Yep, I'm ready for that. And uh, my flagrant, I was just going to give it to uh, Udoga like every week until we find out more. But I'm going to give it to Malika Andrews. If you didn't see, her and Stephen A. Smith got into it about the whole Udoka situation. And I feel like she came so far out of left field with the whole st- like her, her whenever she came in, her argument was just so backwards. Like it wasn't even what was being discussed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like she was coming in all sideways, so she gets my flavor for that. Shout out to Stephen A. Smith. Uh, I'm gonna give Mal you to Jamal Crawford, who is apparently replacing D Wade on TNT because D Wade stepped down. And he's going to do the NBA on TNT Tuesdays. Really? Yes. Hey, I, I did not know that. I like Jamal Crawford. Yeah. Um, I'll also give one to SGA. Oh, my goodness. I just broke a pin. Yeah, you anyway, did. Too strong um, over there, man. I'm going to give one to SGA, who said he's happy in OKC, and he is committed to the Thunder long term. I bet that makes you smile. And he likes what they're building. So. Okay. All right. Uh, you can stop putting him in random trade things. Oh, no. He'll still pop up. You uh, <laughs> and I'm going to give a flagrant foul to Monty Williams, the head coach of the Suns, because DeAndre Ayton spoke to the media the other day, and he basically, they asked him if Monty and DA had talked to any throughout the offseason. He's like, I haven't talked to him since the last game. Oh, my. That's, um, yeah. And, you know, uh, Monty had, like, benched him in the game and, you know, kind of talked bad about him in the Oh. Presser, so they didn't even they haven't even spoke to each other. Oh my, that's yeah, that's a little so rough. Seems my. like a, that should be your job if you, that's one of the players on your team to hash that out. Come on, coach. But, yeah, you got to do better than that. Yeah, you can't. Dang, that long all summer, just no text or nothing. Yeah, you, yeah, you got to do better than that. So it seems like the Suns are in shambles to me. <laughs> like DeAndre Ayton seems pissed to be there. Chris Paul said he learned nothing from the postseason series. Oh god, where he struggled mightily. Jeez. And, uh, yeah, so, it seems it seems not great. So I wonder where they'll be in the in the in our predictions. That's what I was just about to say. So the fact that you know Phoenix had been very high the past couple seasons, it's not uh not looking too good for them to be in that top. You think they'll be in the top uh, six? Yeah, I think so. Probably <laughs> top six sounds pretty good. Oh man, but yeah, I'm interested to see. Yeah, I did not know that about Monty Williams. That's crazy. Like he just nah. I'm not gonna call you. You'll be all right. We'll, we'll see each other at training camp. It'll be fine. Yeah. You got you got to talk to your star athletes, man. You, you got to talk to your players, man. Well, that's uh that's it for this edition of Double Tech. Dude, NBA season is right there. Like, it's insane how close it is now. So we'll be two weeks away next time. Dude, two weeks away next time. What we're going to do next time. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll start. Probably some more news. Yeah. It'll, something's going to pop off in a week, guaranteed. And we'll start prepping, getting our list ready for all that good stuff, predictions, awards, conference line, everything. I can't wait. I'm getting excited just thinking about it. But, yeah, everybody get ready. Enjoy the rest of the the media day hotness during this week. And uh, double text next week, more NBA action. It's fantastic. Y'all have a great one.